self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i'm tired um also known as calamity red we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you would have if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. Uh you know what? You niggas, soon as we ain't had a contest going no more, nothing. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> Leroy Ketchum won the competition, part one, and he sent us his uh, um, address, and he's going to get a conversation con artist supply package. Why did Leroy send you his address? For the competition. We see him all the time. I'm going to mail it. Why are you going to mail it to him when you see him because all the, the time? Because the anticipation of getting that package, you don't know when it's coming and when it gets there, you're like, oh, I know what that is. I guess. All right. <laughs> Why can't I do that? You can. I just y'all live in the same city. It's wasteful. No, <laughs> if I do that, that's just giving a nigga shit. He won I want it. Still to mail it to I him. Mean, y'all, do I want. It's like when you, you get fuck, when you get one of them little packs in the mail, one of them little gift boxes with like them. Uh, what do they call the subscription box? So, yeah, any subscription box. Like a part of the allure is that you get the unmasked stuff you don't know what it is yeah. if they sent you pictures of all of that shit and said go to walmart and get I it i tell means- you to send the nigga pictures i'm just saying you can still put it in a box and hand it to him and he don't open it till he no. get home mail cool I, that's it. fine <laughs> mail it i'm just looking about postage but you go no, ahead do you it. <laughs> so you're gonna mail him his his yes I'm okay gonna mail it to him. he'll get it the same day <laughs> y'all live down the street from yeah we do <laughs> Um, or maybe I'll just go drop it at his porch, but I ain't handing him shit. <laughs> I ain't handing him shit. The porch would be good. He'd come home. And be he like, need oh, to walk up and be like, what is that? Uh oh, is that the conversation con on the supply package? Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. That's what I want that feeling to be. Okay. That's what I want it Look, to be. I'm just here. I'm just here. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So, and we got Stuart sent us his address too. But he also sent us some input. Okay. Because we asked how he found us. We we did. I found y'all randomly on SoundCloud. Oh. I want to say it happened when I was searching through people who were following some bit podcast. Can't remember which one. I came across y'all podcast and thought the name and logo of the podcast was interesting and have been hooked ever since. Oh. I do have one question for y'all. As someone who is a big proponent for freedom of speech, I sometimes question the intentions of people who are also proponents. Is it just me or does it seem some people just want the right to be terrible human beings? <laughs> they come off as people who feel entitled to say hateful things and just be flat out mean spirited, but then don't want to have to deal with the consequences. Am I tripping? Hell no, you ain't tripping. Hell no. because You are right on the money. You are. That is one of the things, and this is what I think that people don't realize about freedom of speech freedom of speech first of all when it was written was freedom of consequences from the government first of all let me just say that secondly today you can say absolutely what you want to say but if you say some fuck shit 
then other people have uh, the right to respond, including your workplace. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you you can say what you want to say, but if you're saying terrible shit, you, that's just what it is. Like, some people do want the right to just be able to be assholes and not have any consequences, but that's not how the world works. You can absolutely say what you want, but there are consequences with every, just like with anything else in life. Period. And the hard part about the alt-white, I'm going to say alt-white yes. community who act like they're freedom of speech advocates is because they used to be able to say what they wanted to say. Yes. They used to be able to say nigga on TV, but it's because <laughs> niggas had no power. And niggas weren't able to say, you know, I don't like how they're speaking to me like that. All right. Well, it was good working with you, <laughs> Blackie. And then they fired his ass. Yeah. So it's like a lot you had to deal with. Now... We have a society where a lot of these oppressed groups are starting to get the confidence to say, don't say that shit again. Don't say that shit again. And a lot of people who are advocates for it, yeah, I think are just, they just want to say what they want to say. They don't want to change because think about it. In Jim Crow, they had everything. Mm -hmm. And what equality looks like is the people that have shit loses it. Yes. And they lose their ability to say whatever they want to say whenever they want to say it and that's not they don't like that that ain't equality it's just not and the fact that you want to be able to say fuck shit and not like it you just it doesn't even make sense the companies that you work for have a right to want to be represented in a, a specific way and if you out here you know like the lady who said she was going to africa and was talking about how she hoped she didn't get aid she should have got fired what the fuck is wrong with you What's the matter with you? Your co- that company has a right to be presented, represented by whom they want to be represented. And at the point that you start saying racist shit, it's bad for their company. Bad for business. It's not good. So, I mean, I'm mad at whoever this is on your TV that has made a Trump avatar. Yeah, on my Xbox, it's on right now. We I can just see it. fucking and there's a Donald that. Trump avatar on here. They did a good ass job. They did. It looks like him, but I just looked up and saw that, and he was like ranting and raving. It's very, very spot on. Yeah, uh, can't get away from Trump. But to go along with your question, I wasn't even going too much get into this, but it go along with the question so well. There is a new terminology that is being used by millennials. Have you heard it? No. If you heard it, you know what it was. Mm. And it's a dismissive sentiment what is it it's okay boomer the fuck is that okay boomer is supposed to be a reference to the group that keeps blaming millennials for shit and so as the boomers baby boomers basically keep talking shit a way to dismiss what they saying is okay boomer Um, and that shit has taken the fuck off like it's articles on this shit this shit's on TV. A woman said this shit in a Congress hearing. It was a young woman. She was, uh, somebody started a heckle and she was like, okay, boomer, and just kept going right into what she was doing. But then, you know, just like viral shit take what, off. What the fuck are we considered to be? We millennials. Are we? We millennials. I don't feel millennial like. I feel like. Well, we on the, we on, you know, these, these generations, they, they take place in waves. And it's like, almost a 20 year span between groups. So 
we're on the very like 1983 was when you were a millennial. Oh shit! So we're on the front right end the of being millennials. So <laughs> okay, if that's you why consider, I feel disconnected. Yeah, if you consider <laughs> that, you got to take people. It's not twenty. Uh, I forgot the range of years, but if you take people on the other side. I mean, you're talking about kids that grew up with a level of technology that we didn't have. Oh, okay. You're talking about kids that didn't have to deal with them green and black Apple computers. That's why I feel so far. You know what I'm saying? Oregon Trail and shit. Yeah, like yeah. the shit we had, it, it's, it's a gap between it. So we okay. are millennials, but we on this other side. We oh, like, okay. we on the, we on the motherfucking uh, Reagan side of that shit. <laughs> You know, and they own the goddamn Obama side of that shit. Oh, shit. Not even Obama, Clinton side of that shit, yeah. maybe. So, okay. with policy and with shifts in our economy and shifts in our society, that's how it feels different to be the kind of millennial that they responding to. Oh, okay. Versus what they are, versus what we are. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I so. just was wondering, because I'm like, I, I hear people say that I am, and I'm always like, I don't feel like no fucking millennial, but I. Okay, yeah. so because I'm, I'm at the front end. Yeah, you're on right. the front end. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's like when the war happened for baby boomers to come out. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't ain't proponents of the war that was just born way later before that next generation. Yeah, that get called boomers too, even uh, though they ain't on that shit. Yeah, so it's like that that uh generational merge when it comes to that. But okay, boom. So I read a um. I read a an HR request because the millennial, the young people in the office started saying, okay, boomer, and the older people made a request to make that something you can't say in the office. I can see why. I know I can see why. I know you can see why, but these same boomers are the motherfuckers that's been using millennials to degrade the people that's younger than them for no matter how long. And millennials ain't went to the fucking HR to say, stop calling us that. Millennials been taking it, but as soon as this word come out in two weeks, it's HR request of don't say this. So the same people that are proponents of freedom of speech don't want shit they don't like being said. You can hear that shit with the Republican Party all day, especially right now with them defending Trump with all of this bullshit. No, they keep saying um, Trump can say what he want as in freedom of speech, but they don't want to address the problematic shit he say. Yes. It's like you you're okay with the freedom of speech, but you don't want to take accountability and responsibility for bullshit that's being said. But you ain't really a, a supporter of freedom of speech. You support them of, of of what you want to say. And if somebody don't like what you're saying because you're saying it, then you get mad at them and shit. That so you right on the money, uh, big stew. Um, with that, you are not tripping. And I'm a big proponent of freedom of speech too. Um, but. There has to be boundaries. And, and I mean... There has to be limits. Like, if if a dude who is the biggest, world's biggest advocate of freedom of speech, and I go up to him and call his mama a fat, sloppy bitch, <laughs> that motherfucker ain't gonna say, damn, your freedom of speech offended me, but goddamn it, it's free. <laughs> you can say that shit if you want to. That nigga gonna be ready to fucking go at my ass. Yes, he is. You know 100%. what I'm saying? So it's like... What 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 is freedom of speech? We got to define what freedom of speech is. To me, freedom of speech is freedom of the consequences from government. <laughs> that's what it meant. That, that's freedom that's of speech. the part that people leave out. But that is what the original intent of that was. Freedom of for, for the government to not be able to 
uh, punish you for speaking out against some shit that they was doing. It was never intended for you to just be out here saying bullshit and people just have to take it. That's not how that works. And I've known this for some time, but I'm going to tell you the biggest, the most massive moment that I realized Republicans that advocate for freedom of speech is fucking bullshit is Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. Because Colin Kaepernick had a peaceful ass protest. (laughs) And he sat on the sidelines. You don't support the truth. And he sat down <laughs> and they got mad about that. Okay. Then he collaborated with a member of the military on the best way to protest. And he said, take a knee. And he took a knee, still being respectful to the people that y'all are claiming that he's disrespecting. So what happened was the NFL was like, look, we ain't finna do shit. It is what it is. <laughs> the way that I realized that freedom of speech didn't get, they didn't give a fuck about the freedom of speech is that they went after the NFL for not doing something about it. They went after the NFL saying that cuz they say shit like those are private employers and they can make a decision and then they'll say shit like but <laughs> they ain't patriots and the NFL should do something about it. Bro, when that shit went down, I was like, these niggas don't believe in free speech. They just believe in the speech that they yes. want. And and that's bullshit. That ain't freedom of speech. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what else we're supposed to expect right now. Our politics are so partisan on the Democrats and on the Republicans that, I mean, it's such a big-ass, wide-ass gap in between them. It's really even hard to point out the fucking moderates right now. As it pertains, it's hard to find the left-leaning conservatives and the right-leaning Democrats. As far as the mainstream politicians go, that shit is wild to me right now. But that being said, I appreciate you, Big Stu, for sending us the letter, sending us your address. You'll get something from me whenever you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's probably going to be a combination of electronics candle related stuff food it can be a number of things man i i don't know what your interests are i know what leroy ketchum's interests are but you know y'all gonna get what you get <laughs> all right um um before we move out of this part since we didn't have that many letters um you know i started my new job okay and it's always interesting to me different office office politics. So I'm a new person in this new office and I'm learning the office politics. And I'm an apathetic ass bitch, okay? I am. I don't really give a fuck. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. If you tell me that I'm doing something incorrectly or you want me to do it a different way, I You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't care because I have friends like I'm not one of those. I hate when I, ugh, I hate when I hear offices say we're a family. No, the fuck we're not. Y'all are my coworkers. I have a family, and I have a friend group. And y'all niggas ain't neither one of those. I hate that shit. You're not my family. I don't look at work as family. You, this is work. That is family. <laughs> Anyhow, um, just learning the office politics has just been very funny. I was there like two days, and um already had people coming to complain about the supervisor that we have and i'm just like bitch let me find out like i let me just see okay my experience might be different just 
And what I've learned is that the very first person that came to me complaining about the supervisor, I don't really like her very much because she's a whiny ass bitch. I mean, you know, when you get a new job, <laughs> she new, right? She is new. She's newer than the other people in the office. When you get a new job, you have got to have wiggle room in your character to get to know new people. Yes. You've got to understand when you go to a job that there is going to be a fucking asshole. There's going to be a bunch of people you're impartial to. There's going to be some people that bring their emotions to work. So they cool sometimes, but when they haven't fucked up life, they ain't cool. And you probably can tell right away. Yes. You're going to have motherfuckers that need coffee in the morning and throughout the day. That's me. If they don't get their coffee, then they're going to be more fucking irritating than they normally would be. That's me. Not during the day, but I got to have that first cup. It's a range of motherfuckers you're going to run into. Yeah. If you're new at a place and you already complaining about somebody, you are the fucking problem. Yeah. You ain't gave this shit enough time to figure out where you supposed to be standing with people. And here's the thing. And I try really hard. I don't have kids, okay? I'm in my 30s. I don't have kids. And I hate when I get jobs with people that have kids that act like them having kids means that every, all the world stops turning for them. Like, bitch, that was a decision that you made, okay? One of her major gripes is that she's a single mom with a kid and she don't feel like that they um, work with her enough or are lenient enough or or considerate enough for the fact that she got a kid. You knew you had a kid when you accepted this fucking position too. Like, that ain't a thing to me. I, I don't have kids. I have two dogs. I know in accepting a job like this, that I got to make sure that I know what the fuck I'm going to do with my dogs. You know what I'm saying? And I can't expect me to go in there and be like, well, my dogs. <laughs> and then just be like, that's fine. Red, you take all the time you need. Like, I just don't like the people that have kids that feel like the world should stop. Or like the people that have kids that feel like they should have Christmas off every year. And people that don't have kids should be okay with Bitch, I have a family. I mean, I had no goddamn kids, but I have people that I care about that I would like to fucking see on Christmas occasionally. Like those people who feel like single folks, do, well, you don't understand, you know how many kids. Bitch, that's the decision you made. Okay, you decide to have a kid. Don't nobody give a fuck about you and little Shaquasha, <laughs> okay? Goddamn. You came here to work. Yeah. You don't get no more than me. If I... If I don't get paid no more for you to get these little perks and bonuses that you get for your child, I don't give a fuck that your kid exists. We got a goddamn job to do. Period. And you learn that shit <laughs> serving. Like, it's some people out here who they got kids, and you be like, when you find out, you be like, you got a kid? You never bring that motherfucker up. What? But see, that's the thing. And that's what makes me realize, or what, what makes me realize that people that whining about their kid, you ain't got to do that because this motherfucker's with your same situation. That make that shit work. <laughs> and you could be making it work too instead of wanting these people to give you all these concessions because you got a fucking kid. You ain't the only single parent out here. And I'm not saying that it's not hard. Okay? I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is for you to think that you should get all these special concessions simply because you have a kid is unrealistic and you shouldn't go into any position thinking that that's going to happen. Even if the motherfuckers, even if in the interview they tell you they're willing to work with you, your common sense should know that means willing to work with you within 
<laughs> what's reasonable okay and and making sure that they they gonna make sure that the shit is covered that needs to be covered period so like you shouldn't take them saying oh we can be a little a little flexible with you to mean every time you need to be off they're gonna let you off that's not how that works so she already then fucked up with me because you whine too much you got any bad co-worker experiences outside of this place yeah uh yeah <laughs> when i worked at mcdonald's it was this gay dude that liked me <laughs> now other women like me too but at that mcdonald's it was a gay dude that like, i don't even remember his name but like he just that was before that i you know became more aware and ally like mm -hmm. uh i was and but i was never disrespectful to anybody and i never like even though he would say stuff, it was never like anything that made me mad or irritated me, you know, but how he would be looking sometimes, like when I go on break and put my order in and he just at the register just staring at me like, <laughs> nigga, look at the buttons you pressing, man. You can't know exactly where those buttons are staring at me like that. It's not how it works. Um, I had that, that was an awkward experience. I So, okay, I don't know that she was gay for sure. What I do know is that she was, and I mean, and I, I hesitate because I'm 34 and this might be me in <laughs> some years. I don't fucking know. She doesn't, she never had any kids. She's never been married. Okay. She was overly, you know, I don't really do hugs and shit, right? Like I, I've become more okay with hugs just because of this group of friends we have Everybody insists upon hugging me, and I just then got used to it. Like it's whatever. But no, I'm outside of that. I'm really not a hugger. I'm really, I really like to have my my personal space, and I don't really like a lot of people that I don't know touching me. Okay, this is how I do. She broke through all of that personal boundary space shit all the time. And it made me so uncomfortable because she would she would get so upset because I would never agree to go out to lunch with her, and and I didn't agree because you so you so persistent about it that it's weird now. Like now I feel like I don't need to fucking go with you because you so like <laughs> like overly persistent. It's weird now. So now I'm gonna have every reason not to go because <laughs> that was fucking weird. Uh, I don't you know. Was about to get raped by that woman. <laughs> I don't know. I never You're went. Be passed out and wake up when your groceries ate. <laughs> I never went to lunch with her, and I don't know for sure that she. I don't want to say because she ain't got kids and she never been married that she's gay. Obviously, you cannot have kids and you can never get married and be heterosexual. Again, that might be me in some years, and motherfuckers might be looking at like you know, Red ain't never had no kids. So she's never but been you married. Ain't gonna be trying to hug them though. I'm not gonna be trying. So. To hug them. <laughs> I mean, they just gonna be like, she don't never talk to no goddamn body. She must go home and knit and goddamn yell at kids from the balcony and shit. Yeah, and see, she didn't hug everybody. If if she was just a huggy ass person, then I'd be like, okay. But it was weird that she would like she would come in, we would all be having a conversation, and she would be laughing and find her way over to me and oh, that's so crazy, and like hug me. What the fuck are you hugging me for? Bitch, get up. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this or she would like walk in and like put her hands on my shoulders and like don't touch me why are you touching me stop that it's uncomfortable she was weird i didn't i was so i wasn't okay that sounded bad she got laid off which was terrible so i wasn't happy that she got laid off 
But I was glad I didn't have to have any more of those uncomfortable-ass moments with her. Like, yeah. Um, and, you know, my last supervisor was batshit crazy, so I had tons of issues with her and just random stories of her faking illnesses. Um, work can be real, real weird. But I'm just learning the, the, the office politics in my new position and just, I like I said, you know, I'm I'm apathetic. You know, I don't get if my supervisor come and tell me that they need me to do something different. I don't get in my feelings about this shit. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I did it wrong, and you don't like how I did it. Let me do it differently. Okay, this girl don't. Every time somebody say something to her, it's like she just, you know, falls apart, and it's like it's the worst thing ever. And it's like, girl, why you care? <laughs> Like, and you telling me like I'm supposed to care. And I'm telling you, I'm the most apathetic person you with me. Don't come to me wanting, if you need somebody to co-sign your feelings, I ain't her. Because I'm just going to look at you like, oh. You need to tell her that then. She'll learn. No, she ain't going to learn. My supervisor did. She stopped coming to tell me stuff in my old job because she, she wants you to the reaction. And I just blah, that's terrible. And gone by my fucking business. Like, I, I'm not going to do this with you. It's stupid. What are you upset about? maybe hopefully me not responding she'll be like oh well she don't really care nope <laughs> i don't you're right go with that feeling just fuck with her just be like you right you should smoke some crack when you go <laughs> should it make you feel better i'm not gonna do that because if she actually smoked crack i'm gonna feel bad for the child i'm not gonna be involved she does have a kid that she's the sole she provider probably already beating that child within the end of their life <laughs> she's probably not she Hopefully not in the field that we That's work in. Seventy percent of the black goddamn population <laughs> mean they kids to sleep because <laughs> of the fucking spetterized for the child bullshit. Oh Jesus! How you gonna spetterize for the child and train a child in the way that they go to the soda down the park? <laughs> Training is different than beating their ass. You gotta choose one of them hoes. Like you, I feel like training is what you do. Like you ain't never went to work. And been in training. I'm in training right now. And they pull right out now. a cane and just start whipping on your ass, <laughs> on your back. Ah, you didn't get it right, motherfucker. Ah, like that's not training, okay? <laughs> so it's either spit a rock for the child or train a child in the way that they fucking should go and they won't depart from it. Y'all got to choose one of them, motherfuckers. They can't both be right, motherfucker. These hoes are mutually exhaustive. They can't exist together. How has your week been? Uh, My week. My week was cool. I mean, you know, same shit, new toilet. I fucking, all right. <laughs> toilet is the day. <laughs> I probably said same toilet, new shit. <sighs> Which shit is just shit. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that happened in my week, but nothing really happened in my week. I mean, that's the only thing I I just have, have a very regular, safe life. I mean, I have a safe life. The only thing, I just got a new job. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, to a lot of people, that's a boring-ass conversation. Oh, yeah. Because it was just about you got a new job and you don't like one of your coworkers. Yes. Okay. Office like, politics. This shit ain't got shit on government name days. Yeah, and they no. weeks and shit. Oh, it no. ain't got shit on they shit. No, no. I live a very, very mundane life, and I like it that way. I want the most that I have to deal with is a coworker that I figured out that I don't like. You know what I'm saying? Most I'm of, cool with it. Most of my stress comes from the shit my client's going through. My stress don't come from shit I'm going through most of the time. I mean, I had a bad day this week because of something happened to one of my kids. <laughs> on my case. Line. It, I mean, that wasn't my anger. 
I'm just mad with some of these systems and some of these parents. Yeah, parents. Some of these parents don't be shit. But my, you know, that's where my frustration came from. All right. This week. Well, if y'all have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. MAGA Challenge. Okay. Have you heard about it? Um, What is it? The MAGA Challenge is apparently this hashtag that's going around where people are creating raps about making America great again in Trump. And somehow he has gotten a hold of the fact that this is going on. And so now he's saying whoever wins the challenge, he's going to invite to the White House so they can meet him. When I tell you these raps, well, let me not say that. I was, most of the raps by the white kids, because there are black kids that are doing this as well, because there are black supporters of Trump. The white kids that are doing it sound terrible. I actually showed you one. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I wish that we could have recorded his initial reaction. When I tell you he was so mad <laughs> and so disgusted by, like, the fact that she was offbeat. <laughs> she ain't never heard rap. I don't know what she. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. She heard. She couldn't have heard. I don't think she done heard music ever. Any music. But she definitely ain't heard things that work on a beat. He was so upset. And so disgusted. But then he was equally disgusted by this black guy that I played who had it there. He was great. He clearly listened to rap. Yes. He had bars. He did. But he had on a fucking Trump hat. He did. Get your coon ass off of this damn <laughs> phone and shut your ass up. Now, that's not to say that he doesn't have the freedom to be able to voice that opinion. But I have the freedom to say whatever the fuck I want to say about his punk ass in that regard. Making me bob my head to that bull. Yeah, that's what he was really upset about is the fact that he was bobbing his head bars. to it. I got to play the I got to play the white girl because they're going to want to hear the white girl. Yeah, you got to play another one. If you're going to play the white girl, you got to play the one after that. Fine. I'm a maggot kid. I'm a maggot kid. I'm here to blow the liberals list. School shootings, both files and vaccines. Today, it is really hard to be a teen. Now listen up, Greta. This message is for you. We are warriors of God, and we're praying for you. How dare you? How dare you? Spread fear with your ego, but the truth is where we go. Our human rights come from God, not government. Brainwashed puppet, you were sent. You liberals act. Really, really strange, but MAGA kids are now in the game. Unity and peace is our prize. We hold our president way up high. Like an eagle, we will take flight in God we trust. MAGA kids fight in God we trust. MAGA kids fight. Now, I just want to know why she felt the need to say brother. <laughs> like, that took me out. The first time I heard that shit and she said brother, listen, but brother, like, bitch. <laughs> Bitch, come on. First of all, why did this? Ha I, I, I don't know how it started. I don't know who started it. I am very hopeful that a black Trump supporter started this because if a white person started this and decided to do a goddamn rap challenge, I'm upset. I'm upset. I want it to be a black Trump supporter at the very least. Now, I'm going to let, let y'all do. I'm going to do the one that you was bobbing to that you were upset since you said I got to play another one. I got the power in my hand. 
2020 vision Cause I know that Trump will win it And I hope the liberals listen There's no room for socialism I don't even wanna talk If you ain't talking patriotism uh -huh. And now I'm out here on a mission Spreading common sense And trying to end all the division They had no sense of self And so they push collectivism Thinking for yourself Is the best form of mental health uh and I'm depending on myself, not looking for the help Because I really rather earn it So to Bernie, he can keep it What he preaching, we don't need it If you want it, go and get it If you start it, stay with it uh. and I <laughs> He got bars, I mean <laughs> What can I say? He just rapping about bullshit He might as well be rapping about fucking children <laughs> As far as I'm concerned I don't want to hear none of that shit <laughs> But it sounded so much better than the white girl. It did because she ain't never heard rap. <laughs> she ain't never heard music. Actually, she just got sound yesterday. She couldn't even hear shit before this moment. So she just got her hearing and somebody said, MAGA Challenge, we putting on a beat. You don't you don't have to know just rap. What the fuck did she get that shit from? How I okay. And listen, I'm not the like I can keep I can dance, but I'm not like like Chris Brown levels. I'm not the person at the party that people just gonna be like, oh, oh, I ain't her. But I can dance. I don't understand people that can't catch the beat. Like it's such a simple thing. How do you not catch the beat? It's because, a beat. Because it's rhythmic. I think How? I think we found out that white people dance to the words. <laughs> not the beat. They dance to the words. And since they don't listen to rap. Well, the words are very sewn in tight. They just country music words all over the place. They be holding on to words. <laughs> like that's one word in a country song. Like they'll hold on to a note for so long. So a white person's move will be stopped and frozen while they doing that note. And then the next two words, they do a couple of months. Like that's how they dance to the words. Okay. If I'm wrong, correct me, white people who dance. What do you hear? You know, y'all don't dance on the ones and twos. Y'all dance on the ones, threes, five, sixes. And then you go back to two, four, five to make up for all the other shit. Like, that's. Like, I see. It looks like it takes effort to not dance on the beat or to not catch the beat. Like, it look hard. When I see white people doing that, I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? How can you completely ignore this beat that you're hearing and just do what you're doing? How do you do that? I can't. Black people, you start playing music, we immediately start bobbing our head, and we all together. Nobody has to, like, get us together. We just hear it, and we there. Why be? I don't understand. Yeah, it's kind of, I think it's kind of like dexterity. You know what I'm saying? Like, surgeons, the, the micro workings of their nerves make their hands the perfect specimens for cutting people open and doing all the little stuff they do. Yes. Have you seen a motherfucker that you tried to throw a ball to and they hands just went all over the place? <laughs> they it's, don't need it's to like be the rhythm version of that. We got rhythmic dis dexterity. We have that. We just have a built-in system upon which we know. Motherfuckers was beating on drums when we was goddamn in Africa. Yeah. They was beating on drums and just dancing and just stomping the ground and you can hear motherfucker from a mile away because every single one of them feet Hit the ground at the same goddamn time. <laughs> you seen that video of them white people doing that rave dance? Oh my god! It looked like each one of them are in their own individual street fights. <laughs> ain't no beats, ain't no shit, just flailing and spinning around and small weird jumps. 
in no particular order of fashion with whatever is going on in their ears. I it it amazes me. It really does. Like even with her, the fact that it's that bad. Okay, she can't rap. Okay, cool. I can't rap. Like I'm not gonna be able to like do what the second person did. I ain't him. I can't do that. I would still be on the beat though. Like my raps, I ain't got bars, but I would be on the beat. Like it it amazes me to see them just completely disregard the beat. Like I don't know how you do that. If I tried to be off beat, I've tried to before, just because I wanna see, it's hard to not be on me. I it's mean difficult. I, I understand. <laughs> you can give me one word. You can give me a beat and say, I just want you to say this one word rhythmically. I'll be like, murder, 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 murder. I can do that shit forever in a bunch of different ways. Yes. I just don't know how the, the only thing I can say, because we're talking about two different cultures. We're talking about black culture versus white culture. But, and clearly there are, are some sprinkles of black people that don't get that shit. Yeah. And there's some sprinkles of white people that's in there. Like that motherfucker, it's Josh. There's some white people could dance You know who I'm talking song. about, Josh? Mm-mm. It's a motherfucker who leads. It's a, he go to an HBCU and he lead these four black dudes on the chill squad. Yeah, and that I did motherfucker see him. Be yeah, like, them like yeah. they exist. They like, do exist. Look up Google Josh. I know what you're HBCU. talking about. Yeah, no, I'm trying to make sure this oh. the right thing come up for anybody who's watching. HBCU Josh. Let me make sure that come up. I don't think my internet. Works it's right amazing. Now. Like, but see, that's the. I guess it's because some of them have it. Like, what is it? What's the difference? <laughs> and I know some of us ain't. Some of us are rhythm, rhythm, rhythmically challenged. There are some of us that are. All of us ain't got it. But even the most basic of beats, they can't catch, and I don't understand. How you can't catch the beat? Like, it's ridiculous. It's amazing. It is amazing. Like, if you're listening and you can dance, try to dance off beat and see how hard that shit is. It's hard. Like, to purposefully dance off the beat, you're going to get back on beat before you know it. Like, it's very difficult. So, I don't understand. I don't get it. You know. Okay, so I'm just uh Google Jefferson Davis white drum major and you'll find the boy. You can't Google Josh. There's too many black Joshes. Um <laughs> that come up when you put in HBCU. That ain't gonna work. I'm just gonna read this first comment because it, it sounds like it's relevant. <laughs> Jefferson Davis white drum major goes viral and pisses me off. <laughs> Shit like this make me want to slap some sense in the black folk because their parents failed them. What the fuck is this white kid going viral for doing something we've been doing and doing better than him? <laughs> There's nothing about him that's extraordinary, but yet stupid-ass white Jesus-worshipping master say black people keep sending me this shit on Instagram and Twitter. Y'all the reason we can't get ahead as people. Did not share or praise this fellow all the while ignoring the black drum major doing just as good if not better. I have nothing against him personally, but stop praising white mediocrity. I know black drum majors at predominantly white high schools in my area. White people give zero shits about them and certainly aren't gassing them up to the point where they're going viral on social media and gaining over 20,000 followers on social media. And his name is Justin, not Josh. Justin Vanilla Funk Heidman. But see, here's the thing that I disagree with that, that commenter on. It is It's not so amazing. Because we do this shit on the daily. Okay, this is this is my whole point. 
the fact that it's so difficult for them when we see one that do this shit is like what the fuck look at him go they're usually way off the fuck the beat he's on the beat he's not only on the beat he doing the right fucking shit with the beat it's amazing it is because you don't see it and to <laughs> be fair He's better than them motherfuckers around him. Let me just say that, okay? If you watch one of his videos, he better than them. But we we call it white mediocrity, but, it, but it's only white mediocrity in comparison to black. Yes. I hate when He's I see like people He's like the Jesus this. of dancing for white people. <laughs> He's the regular motherfucker of dancing to black people. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But... If we look at the context of what white people are capable of and look at him, he's different. And that's I, I hate when I hear people do that. Like when they get upset at black folks for being amazed or like, like, look at this shit. The reason why we do that is because it don't happen. <laughs> because most of the time it's bitches off the beat like old girl. They can't find the beat. When we and, see I'm, that, and, I'm certain, and I'm certain that people who enjoy that man's uh, routines are sharing black folk dancing too. I mean, I share black people dancing all the damn time. Yeah. You know, so I, I just, I get the sentiment. And, and a lot of people, like, I do think the phrase, you invited to the cookout, oh is overused like a motherfucker. It like, really no, is. ain't no cookout, number one. It's metaphorical. And why are you saying that this white person that do this, like, it's this white girl who do, like, some fucking kid and play shit, and they be like, oh, you invited to the cookout. What? We don't know what kind of fucking hats that motherfucker got in her closet. She probably got a make she got a MAGA hat, she can't come to the cookout. Like, my problem with this dynamic is how how little vetting we do to let a motherfucker oh, yeah. into the cookout. Like You can I do think, one thing, and it's like, oh, come listen, on in. I can tell you right now that if this vanilla funk motherfucker got a MAGA hat in his closet at his HBCU, he going to get his ass beat when they find it. Yes. <laughs> He got it. I mean, and I so I feel like him going to an HBCU is a level of vetting. It is that don't make him black and don't make him nowhere near being black. But I mean, goddamn, can't we let this man that I think is gonna be one of the best allies we can fucking have out here? Well, I can't say that, but people like him that yeah. would be good allies that we don't ostracize and send over to the white side. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and I'm just saying, I think motherfuckers. Back in the fucking old life south, like Eddie Murphy and Martin, back in life south, mm -hmm. I feel like the motherfuckers that was allies for black people had some of the worst times. They did. I, and and I, I've been trying to debate in my head if they had worse time than black people or not. Now, mm. societally, they did. But in that town, if white people knew you was a nigga lover, <laughs> you couldn't get no food nowhere neither. And if black people... <laughs> knew you was white <laughs> you couldn't come to the jazz strip with them so these motherfuckers had to live a lot like at least black people could dance and put together their little good times little fucking portrait in that motherfucker but that motherfucker would just sit at home and cry <laughs> i don't even know why well, but, i mean they, you still weren't gonna get killed though more they look than in like the mirror that. just cry like i am a nigga <laughs> why though <laughs> i don't know why i wanna help it's bringing me nothing but pain. I wouldn't say they had it worse because they still wouldn't have to worry about getting hung. So I don't know. You might, I don't know. I'm pretty sure some nigga lovers that's been hung. Maybe. I feel like even with you being a nigga lover, you still is white, and I still feel that that's gonna give you a, a even a little bit 
over. I feel like they might have had niggas. a bur- they probably had a worse personal time. Yeah. But not a worse, definitely not a worse social time. Yes. Yes. Because black folk can't even walk outside without getting charged <laughs> with some shit. Hey, put your hands up, nigger. You're loitering. But I just stepped out of my house there. Loitering, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh. so hashtag MAGA challenge if you want to see these bullshit ass videos. Only to amuse yourself with the offbeatness. Now, some of the black ones, I'm t- you're going to be bobbing your head. Okay, so just... Not not many of them. Not many of them, because there are a lot of like there are a lot of ki- black kids that did this that I'm like you went to an all white school <laughs> because they sound like the white girl. It, it's like you can't catch the beat either. I, right. um, but yeah, and apparently the fact that Trump caught wind of this and is even saying he gonna bring the winner, like what the fuck? You're the president of the United States and the winner of a fucking Instagram challenge is gonna come to the fucking White House to meet you? Like, that's where we at in 2019? I ain't. That's where we are. What do you mean? We knew he was grabbing women by the pussy before he (laughs) became the president. (laughs) Okay. I we know, but it's just like I don't know. Sometimes I still just feel like we're in a Saturday Night Live skit that won't ever end because, like, what the, you really gonna bring folks to the White House behind this shit? I ain't. They're making up these little whack ass raps. I right. um, Donald Trump and the Republican Party have made it abundantly clear that Donald Trump can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. Do, okay. Pretty much. And to be honest, bringing a fucking white kid Instagram rapper to the damn White House <laughs> is some of the most tamest <laughs> shit. That I don't approve of. <laughs> no, it is pain, but it's just like it because it's just ridiculous. Can you imagine if if Obama did this? Not even just Obama. Can you imagine if Bush had did this? You know what? To be honest, to be honest, this gonna be a good ass opportunity for him to find another young black relatable person with bars. To be a new silky fucking diamond. But I feel like he's going to bring a white person. I know, but he, that just means he squandered <laughs> this opportunity to find one of these black kids that's really spitting out here. Like, I feel like the winner of this challenge is going to be old girl. <laughs> Trump, fan, uh, Trump supporters are not smart. No. Like, all out, balls out Trump supporters mm-hmm. are not smart Mm-mm. people. You can't be. Um, You're willing to overlook a lot of shit. I, I mean... I, a lot of people that voted for Trump are single issue voters. Meaning a lot of them raps had shit about say the babies. I can't tell you how many say the baby lines I heard listening to them fucking things. Abortion was a big one. If you are a pro-life and you believe that the Republican Party is correlated with uh, the sanctity of that life, go find all of the Republican senators that have ordered their mistresses to have abortions. And that's all I'm saying. It's a pretty, pretty good bunch of them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Trump done, Trump probably ain't oh, had yeah. women oh, getting yeah. no abortions. He probably just went and straight punched him in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Trump probably wouldn't punch him in the stomach. He probably get Rudy Giuliani to do it. He get somebody else to do it. Or oh. whatever the equivalent to Rudy. It's always a Rudy Giuliani in a nigga like Trump life. He probably got whoever that was <laughs> Punch him in the stomach, and he and now mind you, he didn't tell him to punch him in the stomach because that's not what Trump do. Trump would be like, man, her stomach is starting to look like something. If she bumped it, that'll be real fucked up. <laughs> that Trump say shit like that, and motherfuckers around him be like, okay, I'm gonna punch you in the stomach for you, my boy. They don't say that out loud; they say that to themselves. Yeah. And then her stomach just be punched, and they be at the hospital. And they look at each other and wink, and that shit be over. 
That's how that shit work. Oh, but the MAGA challenge is a thing if y'all want to get upset or laugh. It just depends. The black guy was, I mean, some of the, the ones with bars make you mad because it's like, you wasting this nah, shit nah, on nah, this. No, 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 it's good. It's good. We need to do it with the bars because that means when black Twitter take this shit, niggas going to take it seriously. There is w- at least one girl in a hijab that did do her version and she's talking shit about Trump. So I hope a lot more people do that. That would be amazing if like black Twitter took the the Trump the um MAGA challenge and like did the complete opposite. It was a hijab. Yeah, what how, how you know when a burqa? It's a burqa burqa is the this part. It's not the Oh you sure about that? A burqa is it a hat, is it? I mean, I not a, a head piece, not a hat, because a, a hijab is not a hat. I don't know. Um, I, I said that so I can educate myself. Oh, well, I don't think a burqa is... It's no, yeah, that's the... Oh, that's the one that covers from head to feet? Like, the one that ha- is all one piece. Hers was not all one piece. Ain't nothing coming up. Why the fucking Halloween burka coming up when I put this shit in? You did B U R K A. I got the, the definition when I put it in. What's wrong with your Google? <laughs> I got this fucking sexy Halloween. What the fuck have you been googling? <laughs> What's nothing? Go to images. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, this don't. Let me see. Oh yeah, I did get that Middle Eastern Arab. Girl burka Halloween. That's so rude. <laughs> it's disrespectful, man. Oh, never they're trying that. to get people excommunicated from the faith. This yeah, they, what they have so burka is the one that's more cover hers. Their is, yeah, cover their whole face. Hers is 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 it's a hijab. Okay. I'm just I'm just making sure. But yeah, she had an amazing one, and she she could catch the beat. So do you have to be brown to catch the beat? I don't know. I don't know. I understand. I mean, you know, when you talk about A-Rab, you are talking about like a culture where they do like the belly hip dance yeah. type stuff, right? So they they gotta they gotta have some movement at least. They gotta, they gotta figure out how to get get on the beat. I just I'm telling you, for me, if you listen and you can even slightly dance, play a song right now and try to dance off beat. It's hard. <laughs> like it's fucking difficult. Like if you were doing the electric slide and tried to do that shit wrong, it's hard. <laughs> it's difficult. Do you know who Byron Allen is? I don't. Well, some rich ass nigga. All That's right. all I got. Um, but <laughs> he is the CEO of Entertainment Studios, parent company of the Weather Weather Channel. Oh. He recently sued Comcast in a $20 billion civil rights lawsuit. God damn. Um, so How old is he? He look like he about 50. He, he got a wife? Um, You going to date a nigga 20 years older than you? If he win a $20 billion lawsuit, yes. That nigga already got money. He don't need to win this shit. I'm just saying. This principle based. Well, Yes. If he has money, then my pop maybe possibly what he look like. <laughs> Let's see what he look like. Maybe he looks like Candyman with higher cheekbones. Candyman. Yeah. No. What? <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Oh no. 
No, that's weird. <laughs> that would be weird. He looked like I I could date a fifty something if they didn't look like my dad. He looks like my dad. Like No, your daddy looked like an old ass mechanic. Okay. Your daddy looked like my, a nigga that been breathing in gasoline for his whole goddamn not life. My father specifically. <laughs> he looked like he could be my dad. So you need a fucking fucking fifty five year old that looked thirty eight. No, uh Idris Elba. That's what I need. How old is Idris Elba? He in his forties, ain't he? Late, if not fifties. That nigga is three years away from having one of them fucking things in his face go wrong that make him look like an older nigga. Well, right now he don't. <laughs> so <laughs> he looks like a dad. That'd be weird. Anyway, if you motherfuckers <laughs> want to learn something today, this probably just gonna be breadcrumbs for you to go do your own research. But this is the shit that's going on. So Byron. Byron Allen has. Uh, oh, I can't. His name Byron too. I can't. I had bad, bad. You had a bad Byron. Slim is Byron. That's his name. That's his real name. <laughs> you can't treat all Byrons uh, the same. I treat all Marines the same because of Tarvis. You shouldn't. Marines are crazy. I've dated more Marines than him, and they all been crazy. So I just. Of course, they fucking chose to be Marines. <laughs> Them niggas ain't screwed on tight. They don't got nothing to live for. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little far. What you mean? <laughs> marines don't become Marines because they want to get out and go have a regular life. <laughs> Them niggas want to almost die. If they get out, they only stronger and they want to live after they get out. But you don't go to the Marines wanting to live. Keep in mind that he is saying that we're tape, we're recording this on Veterans Day. <laughs> All right, Byron. Shout out to the veterans. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> but what Byron Allen, what does he sue them for? Because I keep fucking it up. That's me. Listen, Sorry. Byron Allen owns BET. And for. He owns BET? Yes. Okay. He owns BET. For years, he has been trying to get Comcast to add him to their fucking channel lineup. And they've been giving him the runaround. They've been pretty much like, listen, no. <laughs> so. BET is said, not on Comcast? No, 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 no. It's owned by Byron Allen. Byron Allen won't Comcast to carry BET in their fucking lineup of shit. But that's what I'm saying. BET is not on Comcast? No. Apparently oh. not. No. Huh. And what he said on The Breakfast Club was the industry spent billions a year licensing cable networks while African-American-owned media get zero, and that's not fair. Now, this has got civil rights attention. Because the argument that Comcast is making at the civil court or at the Supreme Court level right now challenges the Civil Rights Act of 1866. So let's let me get a couple of things out of the way. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, it protects employment discrimination, mm -hmm. but only for businesses that employ more than 15 people. For businesses that are small that employ less than 15 people, the Civil Rights Act of 1866 is how they file discrimination charges against somebody. Mm -hmm. What Comcast is saying, so what the Civil Rights Act of 1866 says basically is that you have to prove that race was one of the motivating factors to keep them from being able to participate. Meaning a company can 
discriminate you because you're black, discriminate on you because of economic reasons, discriminate on you because of their financial reasons. They can discriminate amongst all these things. If you prove that race was amongst them, you got a case on your hands. Mm -hmm. Comcast is saying that they want that person who is claiming to be racially discriminated against that them being black was a hundred percent of the reason that they were discriminated against versus race being a midst a bunch of other factors. That makes sense. No. So right now, if me and you restoring hopes is less than 15 people. Mm -hmm. If I feel like we're being discriminated by Hoover city for some reason, mm -hmm. and I bring up a discrimination charge, the civil rights act of 1964 ain't going to help me. The civil rights act of 1866 will help me. I have to prove that race was a part of their decision making of why they. But if it was a hundred percent, well, what I'm saying is, very, it's hard to prove that race is the exclusive reason that anybody didn't participate. In me. Oh, okay. A lot of the times, it's them using financial and using economics to ice out somebody black. Mm -hmm. That's why they allow those other factors to be a part of race in determining whether that made a difference and whether you allowed oh, okay. them to participate. So Comcast wants the one where you have to, it has to be 100%. Exactly. Okay. Comcast wants to, so basically Comcast want to be like, well, we didn't call him a nigger. <laughs> we didn't say get your black ass out of our office. <laughs> we didn't say we ain't, we ain't carrying no coon old network around here. <laughs> we didn't say any of that. So it couldn't have been racially motivated because a lot of times, yes, they don't have those overt racial overtones when it comes to these conversations. Mm -hmm. It's the subtle icing out of them through other reasons. And so that's why Comcast want this law to be interpreted in terms of it needs to be 100% proven. But the reason that's become a civil rights issue is because that's going to be really easy for, for businesses to say that it don't got nothing to do with race. And it's going to be hard for you to prove that it has something to do with race if you don't got them on tape saying, nigga, get out of here. <laughs> and so now a lot of civil rights voices have jumped in. Maxine Waters, uh, the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., they're all out here saying if they fuck with the Civil Rights Act of 1866, it's going to impact the strength of small business owners and small business employees to actually bring lawsuits up to these big companies and win. And the Supreme Court being stacked the way it is, a lot of people don't really know. So a lot of people are criticizing Civ uh, uh, Comcast for using this defense on this particular case. So this is a pretty important case to be looking at, especially if you're a brown person, especially if you're a small business owner, because it's going to give some insight as to how the civil or uh, the Supreme Court is going to interpret this act moving forward. So I just wanted to bring that up because I think that is some serious shit that we ain't talking about uh, in bulk. And uh, I think I'll make a video on my uh, on my Facebook about it um, just so we can have a little bit of awareness there. That being said, what you got read? T.I. Okay. Totally insecure. <laughs> T. 
T.I. is under fire because he decided to let the world know that he checks on the intactness of his daughter Deja's hymen. So is a hymen what they call a cherry? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing about the hymen. Okay. That is like a medieval ass way of trying to determine whether or not somebody is still a virgin. What we have found as we progressed as a society is that that ain't a determining factor. You can break your hymen riding a bicycle. If you are an athletic woman, you can break your hymen doing that shit. You can break your hymen if you use uh, tampons over pads. There are so many ways for that shit to happen that's not sex that if you're only way of deciding or determining whether or not somebody is a virgin is through that it's gonna be a lot of people that you're gonna accuse of having sex that haven't had sex because that is not a determining factor one that's one two what the fuck t.i <laughs> like the infringement of her privacy the levels of <sighs> i look i think that this wave is going to teach a lot of black women that didn't know like ghetto hood black women that didn't know what a hymen was mm -hmm. i think that this this is going to make them name their children hymen like Jeez. and you know there that's already there's kids named hymen there's kids named hymen there are man it'll be so hard to walk around this earth knowing that my name means pussy membrane <laughs> that shit would be the fucking worst oh my god people are stupid and they don't look into words and so it's oh that sound cute girl hymen okay anyhow uh so of course people got upset he, he said this on a podcast i believe in the pocket they pulled that shit because people were so upset about it um and it just first of all there is this double standard and i can say this conclusively as a, a um woman that grew up in a family of boys i have three brothers i don't have any sisters the way that sex was looked at when it came to me and my brothers completely different now did my mom want any of us fucking prior to probably not but i was the one <laughs> that it was drilled into or that it was made a big deal about i skipped school with my boyfriend when I was 16, 15 or 16, my dad is still mad did at me. Did he hit the cheeks? Not that day. Okay. Yeah. But he did at some point. <laughs> he did at some point. Okay. My dad is still mad at me. I'm 34 years old. He is still mad. And the way that I know this is I got my master's degree and my parents came to my graduation. And my dad, I was like, why is he come? Because he didn't come to my undergrad graduation. Like he just, you know, whatever. So he came, had an attitude the whole fucking day. I'm like, the fuck, nigga, nobody told you to come. So they go home, my mom calls me back and says that on their way home, he looked at her and said, you know, I just can't forgive her. <laughs> For that time that she skipped school with that boy. Keep in mind. I, I again I'm in my was I, I was in my late 20s early 30s at this time he's still mad about this shit my brothers was sneaking girls into the house all kind of shit nobody gave a fuck <laughs> this was my boyfriend this was I was with him for well till he got a bitch pregnant I was with him for a while <laughs> would have been with him past that had he not gotten a bitch pregnant we'd have been together probably longer than that but but because I was his daughter, it was a whole ass problem. T.I., one of the reasons why people were so upset at him is that when they had their little show, 
his son there was something on the show about his son having sex and he was proud <laughs> he was happy for him you know he, he was a proud dad in that moment but because his daughter is a daughter it's different or he's looking at it different and just listen anybody any woman that is listening to this that sees a gynecologist regularly and i hope everyone that's listening to this does you need to go at least once a year um it is already a really embarrassing uncomfortable thing to do okay when you have to go to these appointments you have to get butt ass naked sit in a chair with your legs in a stirrup spread eagle while they shine a flashlight up there while she try to have a conversation with you like so it's been a year i haven't seen you in a while how you been like they literally try to have a car and it's like just fucking do this shit and get away from down there because <laughs> this is weird it's already an uncomfortable situation i can't imagine being what is she 18 yes i can't imagine being an 18 year old girl going to these appointments not only having my dad go with me but then fucking question the guy the like nigga it's so problematic <laughs> it's so problematic um and of course i was more and i'm always this always seems to be the case with me i was more disgusted at the women taking up for him that i expect niggas like ignorant ass niggas that that had the same kind of mentality that he does to be like you know ain't nothing wrong with that but the women that were co-signing it and the women that were saying he's just a caring father i want to punch them holes in their vagina just a caring father huh yeah he's just a caring old father that is not being a caring father being a caring father is making sure that you've had conversations with her about safe sex having conversations with her about what dating should and should not look like problem with ti is ti has done this isn't tiny's daughter but all his kids have seen him do their moms like shit okay so even if he had conversations with them about what dating should look like he don't practice it okay man i had horn around on all of these women so the fact like that's what that's what parenting is parenting is not policing her body or attempting to police it through whether or not her hymen is still intact that's not parenting that's not ti is motivated by fear he is afraid that his daughter is going to be treated in the same way that he treated women yes over the course of his career and you know what men those of you who have had sex with no regard of thinking about what you're doing to the woman that you're having sex with and promising that we'll be in a relationship and misleading her into believe that she's supposed to be investing her time in you well it's gonna come back on you it is. it's gonna come back on you and it's not going to feel good I hope you didn't do too much damage before that time comes because how much you damage you did is going to be how much damage your daughter experienced. Karma is a bitch. But I do want to prepare the men. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry um, for this, but you know, those of you who have daughters are going to have daughters who don't want daughters, but going to have them anyway, because you treated women like shit. Um, She's going to suck some dicks. Okay? That's that's going to happen. All right? <laughs> and I feel like it's my job to rip that band-aid off. Now, she's going to suck some dicks. <laughs> and I don't I unfor I don't look, it's a catch 22, okay? I don't want my daughter 
to I don't want to acknowledge that my daughter's gonna suck some dicks. But if she's gonna suck them, I don't want her to be bad at it. Okay? Is that wrong? I don't know. Is that wrong to say? I don't. Why would you not want your woman to be, uh, I mean, your daughter to be completely accepting of her sexuality by the time she is old enough to choose somebody to have a relationship and interaction with? Because men don't like to think of their daughters having sex. But that's bullshit. It is. That's bullshit because these same men want their women to be what they want them to be. And these same men tell women that well if you ain't putting out or if you ain't doing this if you ain't doing that it means something and and y'all think y'all daughters ain't hearing that shit you know what i'm saying if you want your daughters to be better or different you got to treat women different you got to treat the women you date different you got to challenge men who give women these irrational expectations we are the reason that women are going to Columbia and sticking pipes in their ass and <laughs> hit the pedal on it and just fill it all up, fill it all up until my ass is oddly misshapen and lean all the way back over my fucking thighs. That's, I want that much. That's what the men like. I'm just going to put that in some pants and it's going to look good when it's in some pants. But when it's out of the pants, they don't know it's going to look like cottage cheese. And when they hit it from the back, some popping might happen. <laughs> They don't know that yet, but I just want to get them in there. <laughs> we are the reason that women are doing this shit. Oh, fuck. If you don't want your daughter having sex when she is 16, how about not encouraging your fucking son to be having sex and not giving him a little fucking nudge nudge when he has sex? Like, there's cultural change that needs to take place. And going into the doctor's office and monitoring your daughter's hymen ain't it, but I'm not done with my lesson. She's gonna suck some dicks. Okay. And hopefully she don't let let them skid in her face. Mess a little eyelashes up, you know, when the eyelash kind of start falling off because it's not supposed to have juice on it. Loose juice. Or maybe he grabbing the back of her head and hitting her with that where she be like, rock, 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 that shit right there. If you raise your daughter right, maybe you can avoid those things, but she's sucking some dicks, fellas, okay? Maybe, maybe with the lessons you teach your daughter, she can discern who the best person to put her in a four-point stance will be. Maybe. If you don't do a good job at teaching her the character traits that you feel she needs to discern who she puts in her life and to have somebody that values who she is, then you're going to have her set up to have three dudes back to back, butt naked, waiting for the four point stance while she looking back. <laughs> and then one of them going to spit down in her ass because that's what they do in porn. And that's what them little 16, 17 year old boys is going to be trying to emulate. If you have daughters, the best that you can do is lead her down a path in which she will make the best decisions that she will make. And I just don't believe that T.I. going to check on her hymen is having responsible conversations with her. It's because not. he feels like monitoring whether her hymen is broken or not is all that he has to do. But guess what? So what, what happens when he go? First of all, again, 
I just feel like I need to reiterate that that is not an adequate way to judge virginity. I just really don't want men out here thinking that that's the way that you're going to be able to tell whether or not your daughter fucking. It's not, okay? It ain't. But that being said, okay, you go the, the, in the gynecologist cell. That hymen broke his shit. Now what? What'd you do now? Because you monitoring it don't stop shit. You going to see because you're not having a conversation about what, if it happens, this is what you need to do. He's going to do the only thing he can do. The only thing that he has control over. What? Kill himself. <laughs> That's the only option. He can't control what she do. Homicide. Homicide and suicide. Only to oil up. Homicide and suicide. <laughs> Three options. Homicide, homicide and suicide, or just suicide. Those are his only options. Cause like that and that was my whole part of it's just disturbing that he's doing this. But it is not a way for to conversation and being real with your kids, that's what you do. You policing it. That means you can't do shit till after something has happened. If you go in the and the gynecologist tell you that her hymen is broke, it's too late now at that point. And men, <laughs> I'm very aware of how forward thinking I am as a man. I really think I'm thinking like around the year twenty twenty, um, not twenty twenty, but like twenty nine hundred. Yeah. I'm very forward thinking. If we go into, if we're going down a more liberal leaning way of looking at the world and valuing yes. women, yes. we look. We, if we keep going the way we're going, we're gonna be fucking gazorpa zorp out here. <laughs> and I don't know if y'all motherfuckers remember this episode of Rick and Morty, but there was an episode of Rick and Morty where there was this fucking amazing culture of women. Yes, that created a whole society, and when children are born. They got this machine that fling the boys out into the wilderness while the women become educated and learn. <laughs> Motherfuckers, we'll fit a big gazorpers up if you niggas don't get it together, <laughs> goddammit. Okay? Y'all need to fucking get it together. We are not fucking cavemen. We ain't picking these women up over our fucking backs, running into a cave, having sex with them, and then being like, I'm the man. Well, that shit is finna end, okay? And if we don't get this shit together, all we it's just gonna be a couple of women, and it's gonna be twenty of us, and we're gonna have to murder each other down to the last one <laughs> just to try to get some trim, and she gonna <laughs> tell us no. And then we gotta kill her, or kill ourselves, or homicide suicide. <laughs> but this shit gonna become Gazorpazorp. Go find Rick and Morty's episode <laughs> raising Gazorpazorp. And see what the fuck our society gonna become if we just sit back here with our little male squabbles trying to monitor women and not figure out what the fuck we got going on in our minds that are misperception. So I know I'm a very forward thinking man. I know that when y'all hear some of the shit I'm saying, y'all be like, who the fuck is that? Is that that mother that that is not a man. That is a woman <laughs> in that nigga's body. And I don't know how she sound like that. But that's, I don't know how she got that size or what kind of real looking ass bodysuit that is. But that motherfucker is not. So I know that, guys. Okay? But you can you can further how you view these things. First off, everybody should have body autonomy. Okay? Everybody should be able to choose what they want to do with their bodies. If you want to influence that, 
then fine. Based on your morals and your family's agenda of what you teach, fine, whatever. But they should have body autonomy. They should be able to choose what they want to. We should not be policing women's bodies and telling them what we want them to do with their bodies and creating legislation that dictates how they do with their bodies and coercing them into signing a waiver so that he can get in her fucking private health information. Like, that shit is overkill, man. Because here's the thing, and... I don't, I don't, and at least in Alabama, I can't speak for the rest of the U.S. So let me just say, in Alabama specifically, <laughs> you at fourteen can make medical decisions for yourself, and the reason why that happened <laughs> is because bullshit like this. Okay, you had girls getting pregnant, and parents choosing for them to have abortions and shit. And so now the law at 14, you can make medical decisions. You can go to the doctor without your parents um, at 14. And that's why. Because you have shit like this. There is no reason why he should be going questioning her fucking gynecologist about anything. Period. There's no reason for that. Because, again, this is you're not even taking preventative measures. Because, again, if you go and they say, yeah, she fucking, what you going to do? Like, you're not trying to have a conversation with her to make sure that any of the decisions that she make are safe decisions. You just don't want the shit to happen. She okay. can't even masturbate. Yeah. Like, she can't use no toys. She can't get, like, penetration masturbation. Listen, good. She can flick well, the bean a little bit. I was going to say Google, but you might not want to Google. There are so many ways that a hymen can get broken that is not sex. Like, it. <laughs> again, that was long ago debunked as a way that's some medieval shit we that we learned a long time ago that that is not an adequate way for you to try to determine whether or not somebody has had sex the only thing she can do is just lean on the corner of the washing machine man she do that too hard she might, <laughs> might still fucking break her man like girls that play sports ride bicycle like you can break your shit doing that listen i i masturbated by accident at 12 12 years old and i ain't looked back since by accident yes i don't this no. Up to, I'm telling Fuck. the story, I, and a lot of a lot of men have stories like this because we don't know meat positivity. God damn it, we don't know how our meat work when we young. We haven't done a good enough job at educating young boys. You know why? Because I was raised by a fucking mama who ain't no shit about meats, and not only that. But she just wasn't comfortable talking about it, okay? So she never talked about me. So I'm a little kid, and I'm just laying in there watching porn, but not regular porn. If you remember, there used to be on basic cable, there used to be these channels that they used to blank out by fuzzy lines. See, these days, if you go to the HBO app, it just, when you try to log in, it just say, okay, you, you don't have an account here. You can't watch HBO. But back in the day, they used to have these fuzzy channels that yes. HBO used to be hidden behind. Yes. So it's just like, you can't kind of see what's going on behind the fuzz, but not for real. Now, when you're watching a movie like Die Hard, clearly you can't see the fuzz. But see, when you're watching porn, you're going to see a titty, or you're going to see a booty cheek, or you're going to see all of that at some point. And then sometimes the fuzz just kind of go away a little bit. You be like, ooh, one time that shit was clear. Like once, I don't know what happened. I don't know who got fired at the station, but that shit was just playing regular. I was like, oh, a parent gonna fuck this up. 
Somebody gonna call and be like, my God, this porn was on my child's television. But I was watching it. And you know, when you're watching porn, you're a boy. You can't really control your blood flow. Your meat's hard. And it's just there. And I didn't know anything about masturbation. I just thought you watch porn, you get the, your meat get hard, and that's it. So every night I'm watching it, and I go to sleep, and I wake up and go on about my day. I watch it, I go to sleep, and I go on about my day. Because it's just easy. All you got to do is turn to Channel 99. So I go to Channel 99 this one particular day, and I go to sleep. And I guess I had been watching porn for too long because my body had, I was, I was at the peak. And I pulled the covers up over myself, and it was over. I didn't know more of a feeling supposed to come from other than what I had at that moment. And the covers did it for me. After that, I was like, oh, this is what they was talking about. And I hadn't been, I hadn't, hadn't looked back. I blame myself for this. 23 years. I should have just let it go. No, you shouldn't have. I should have let it ride. Because men need to know that you need to be having these conversations with your boys early. Do you know, did you know girls and boys masturbate as early as four to five years old? Yes. Did you know that there are chronic disorders in which some babies masturbate that early? We had a client. We had a uh, client with a child that was chronically masturbating, like one years old. It was a girl. So, um, for our meat positivity message, we need to be having this conversation with our young boys. So this is we're really gonna do this. This what? is gonna be a thing. I don't know. I probably forget soon, like we forget everything. But for <laughs> now, when I remember it or something triggers it, then this is what it's gonna be. And All this right. whole conversation is triggering of it because it's about sexual organs and listen why can we talk about why can we talk about pussy membranes but we can't talk about meats that's not okay anyway <laughs> uh the point is you need to be having conversations with your kids policing going and trying to like talk it doesn't do that's not helpful <laughs> you want to make sure that your kids are making the best decisions with the best information and i tell parents all the time you don't want your kids asking other kids okay 14 year olds are dumb do you really want them to go ask their 14 year old friends some shit that they should be asking you they're gonna get dumbass answers because you're dumb at 14 okay i was dumb at 14 you're dumb you don't know i don't want you asking other 14 year olds they don't know no more than you do Okay, you need to be having conversations with your kids if that's a concern for you. And listen, this shit, and I know this is going to fall on deaf ears, but I just, the fact that we as a society are so much harder on women about sexuality just really pisses me off. Even to the fact of when you have teachers, fucking students, it is looked at differently if it is a female student, a female teacher fucking her her male students, or a male teacher fucking his female students. We even look at that shit, and all of it is wrong. All of it is problematic. But it, you don't look at like you would be upset about your son fucking a teacher. I feel like there are niggas that would be like, my son was fucking a teacher. He was he was getting it in with the teacher. I mean, I think that's because of how we look at meats. What? This is it's based on how we perceive meats how so hmm how am i trying to say this if a person with the sword if a man that got a sword stab a woman <laughs> they 
damn, he got the power. Like he got it don't matter if you a child, you're a grown man, if you you got the sword, if you puncture the motherfucker, it's fucked up. It really don't matter if a woman runs full speed and swan dives onto the sword herself. The sword still did the damage. That's how we look at meat. Meats come with this perceived power. That's terrible. Unless it's little. Then be meat positive, man. But if the meat is of a decent size, you're puncturing somebody. Listen, if I ever find out that a teacher is fucking my son, I'm going to fuck her up. Okay? I don't give a good goddamn if he is a boy. He is a boy, meaning that he is a child. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's what it is. I'm, but that's what I, what I'm saying is that that don't need to be your mentality. If you have a problem with your kids having sex early, have a problem with your kids having sex early. If you have a problem with your kids having sex before marriage, have a problem with your kids having sex before marriage. But putting all of that extra shit on your daughter is not fair. It's not right. And let me go on ahead and give you a lesson on how you're supposed to resolve this. Okay, first. You teach your children yes. self-worth. That way that they know that they are valuable and nobody can take their value away from them because what these garbage-ass niggas do is a lot of them break these women down to make them feel like they can't get many, much else and then they make themselves vulnerable to that kind of interaction. Same thing for boys. Uh, self-respect. If you teach them to respect themselves and other people, then they will respect their bodies enough to make the discernments that they need to make. So your son won't be out here running trains after two other dudes because your ass done nudge, nudge his ass because he okay with sex. Man, my daddy, I ain't really getting in trouble, man. So, yeah, let's go bang this freak bitch. And now your goddamn 16-year-old got chlamydia yep. and you got to have a whole new conversation with him. Uh, discernment. You teach them discernment, not just with people, but with everything. The lessons that kids have to learn about bigger conceptual shit has to start with little bitty discernment. See, they need to learn how to discern the good between the bad, the big between the little. And you have to understand how to allocate these things to her. Next, family rules. What are the family rules? The family rules need to be some that are congruent with ideas that apply to everybody equally. Uh, monitoring. Now, don't monitor them by taking them to fucking the doctor to get that hymen checked. <laughs> but when your daughter likes a boy, a lot of people, or your son likes a girl, a lot of people instinct, no, you can't date for two years. Well, with them two years, they're going to be doing shit behind your back. Yes. You need to be taking them on dates together, seeing how she respond to boys, seeing if those boys hold it up. Like, boy, that boy ain't holding no doors open for you. He ain't did. Mind you, that got to be stuff that you do. For the women that they see you with. Because you you the main motherfucker that if you ain't doing that shit, she ain't accepting that shit from somebody else. Um but, but if that goes with your your sons, because it why she talking to you, crazy. No, that's what I'm have, saying. Yeah, yeah it, all this I'm saying goes for both. But the most important one, and I'm gonna cor- correlate this, men, equality from boys to girls in this dialogue. You have to treat your boys the same way you want your girls to be. You gotta respond to your boys the same way you respond to your girls. Because if the goal is that you don't want your children having sex before they're psychologically ready, before they're mentally ready, before they marry, whatever you're gonna say is the reason that you're doing whatever you're doing, is because when your son's friends 
couple of which, like his sister, find out that your daddy don't have a problem with it, they not going to understand that they ain't supposed to apply that to your daughter and his sister. When all of these boys in our society continues to get them nudge nudges about sex, them same boys is the ones that's going to be coming after your daughter. We have to be consistent with the messaging. We can't irrationally protect our daughters from the same monsters that we fucking create it that's make, going to pursue them when you nudging them who you think they fucking that's somebody's daughter like you nudging your son for fucking this girl who is somebody's daughter and then you want to be upset when your daughter is being fucked by somebody's son it is the same fucking thing like <laughs> that everybody's somebody's daughter they somebody's sister and you know my cousin dated somebody that was a virgin but she gave him head probably every single day. <laughs> like, mad head. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, at this That's point, a good point. As, as, a, as a teenage girl, I don't think he's found anybody that does it better than she did. And she had never been penetrated in her life. That's a good so, point. So, I mean... Kids are gonna be kids, and maybe checking her hymen done kept her from kept him from being able to see what she's doing. But ain't no way to check to see if she got three different semens in her stomach at one time. <laughs> ain't no way to know if she get butt naked and let them jack off on her. She might be like Aurora Jolie, which is a porn star, porn star name that. dropping, who apparently. Well, reportedly was a virgin, but only did anal sex scenes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you don't know what's going on. What? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> T, I don't know what her daughter doing. He'd be wow. like, my daddy don't know what's happening, so be gentle with this area, but you can do whatever you want everywhere else. Oh, Fuck that nigga. Oh, my, God. my gynecologist appointment is tomorrow, too. <laughs> well, Mr. Uh, Mr. P, I just wanted to let you know that your your daughter uh, her hymen is intact, but she has three different semens <laughs> in other parts of her body. <laughs> like, what do you do now? Like, okay, well, she a virgin. Like, what? A, what's the what's the question now? Like, daddy, but daddy, I didn't do, I didn't have to have sex. Oh, you bitch! <laughs> you right. <laughs> I should have been having conversations about you about getting skeeted on too. That's bad. <laughs> oh my god! Look. Listen, listen, man. All I'm saying is it ain't as easy as Ti believes it is. All it's right. Not. As as big words Ti use, I think what his uh, is, uh, his academic limitations are are on concepts. He just read the dictionary like most niggas that go to prison do. They read the dictionary and they don't know how to use the words in context. They know what the word means. Man, that nigga, he read a whole <laughs> book of, of dictionary quotes. Dictionary. Uh, he read the whole dictionary and he read a book of quotes. <laughs> because he be saying shit like on, um, what's that? Uh, freestyle, rhythm and Flow? Rhythm and Flow. It's a new it's a new show with the judges, uh Chance the Rapper, Cardi B oh, and okay. um and T I. Mm -hmm. It's actually pretty good. But he um 
He said, if you don't cut the mustard, and I'm like, nigga, you ain't heard that shit growing up none. <laughs> that man went and found a book with that shit in it. You just read when you're in prison. You ain't got nothing else to do. That's why they all come out talking like that. That is why. Because they don't have anything else to do. And they learn the meaning of words, but they don't learn context. <laughs> and so they just be using these big ass words out of context. <laughs> So, yeah, don't do what T.I. did. If you are, stop it now. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. That was your story? That was my story. <laughs> what am I going to talk about next? Oh, Let's yep. see here. Um, Y'all, did you know that there are 69,000 black women missing in America right now? I'm not surprised. Trafficking. We had Cupcake missing. We did. Anaya Blanchard has mm-hmm. been missing, who is the uh, step or the daughter of the UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. And what we found out about the uh, missing Clark Atlanta steward, Alexis Crawford, is that she was murdered by her ex boyfriend. What? No. Where you hear that at? What? That wasn't her? No. Alexis Crawford was murdered by her. I said Alexis. (laughs) I said something that sounded like her her name. But no, she was killed by her roommate's boyfriend. I thought that was her ex. What? No. Are you sure? Her, Her roommate's boyfriend, she had filed a complaint of sexual abuse allegations on him. Okay. Like three days before. Maybe that's what I'm. And then her body ended up being found in the woods because the roommate took the police to the body. And I guess she's trying to do that to get as much time released off of her shit as possible. But it's so fucked up. Uh, She previously reported unwanted kissing and touching from her roommate's boyfriend to police. Uh, okay. Atlanta Police Chief Erica Shield identified the suspects as Jordan Jones and Baron Brantley, age t- both of them are twenty one. He said he must he mistook her for his girlfriend. That's why he was kissing on her. It don't matter, man. That he didn't mist. He you- looked like he supposed to be in jail. It was just a matter of time. <laughs> he got jail lips. What? <laughs> yeah, he got jail lips. Like he got he got smoker lips, but they extra wide. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he just looked like a jail face, man. He just got a jail looking ass face. <laughs> Fuck him. But I just wanted to bring this up, man, because what are we doing as men to protect these black women? I mean, in every single one of these fucking cases, a person was abducted by a man somehow. Cupcake was abducted by some dumbass man. And a woman. Well, now what I will say, and this was something that I was gonna bring up about trafficking, is that that is true. But especially like with high schoolers, like younger girls, they will have a girl that they're already trafficking pick up pick girls out. And so you have to be very careful, even with your daughter who your daughter's friends are, because sometimes you know, you'll have a your daughter that made this new female friend at the school. She being trafficked, 
and she's being sent out to bring in other girls and so she's like oh i got you yeah, my boyfriend has a friend anyway and so even in that way you have to be careful like who your daughter friends are uh, because that shit happens a lot where they're using because it is a lot of men and so we do teach the girls about you know it's like the whole don't get into the the man with the van don't get no candy from him he gonna snatch you it ain't people in vans no more <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you kind of have to change the 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 narrative or change what you say and so because it is men out here snatching women up they're sending girls out to do it because i'm more likely that if it, my my friend at school is telling me this i'm more likely to go with her than i am some strange ass nigga that i see so that's become a thing too that it's other girls getting girls that are part of trafficking rings the whole shit is just sad like you just have to be careful i mean clearly we i mean you know what do we do as men we do it. I mean, clearly, we can't stop predators because they are naturally predatory. They're going to do what they're going to do and they're going to probably get away with it. But what can we do as a culture, men, to help black women feel like they are protected or if that? Because for Anaya Blanchard, somebody saw, saw her get taken and he didn't tell the police a shit, a black man. He didn't tell them that he saw some crazy shit happening. Like, what do we do? I'm not, I don't want to be like, it ain't our fault that them motherfuckers is fucked up and twisted. But if we see that shit or see some shit that look questionable, what do we need to do? I don't know. I, I want to say I'm going to, I, I want to intervene or tell, at least tell, call the police and say, look, this is what I saw. This is what the vehicle looked like. This is the area that it's in. Here we go. And it's crazy because this is right behind that moment where a tatiana jefferson got killed by the police and we was all saying i ain't calling the police for yeah shit. it's hard so it's like it's like that's the only system we got speaking of her i was gonna say you know her dad died yeah had a heart i think a heart attack that's usually how that shit happened man which is so fucked up fucking uh stress cardiomyopathy yeah you heard of that before mm -hmm. broken heart syndrome that shit happen a lot with old people. When old people lose their loved ones. What's the lady that played um, in Star Wars that played Princess Leia? Mm, can't remember. Her mom died. She died, and then the mom died maybe like a month after that. Yeah. You'd be surprised, man, what a lot of people are living for out here. Star Wars people are dying right now that I can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah. She played person. Princess Leia. I don't know. I can't remember her, her, the actress's name. But I know she died and then her mom died like a month after. But yeah, it's hard. It's like we have that happen. You don't want to call the police. But it what do you what else do you do? Especially in a situation where you didn't see somebody get snatched up. Like you can't do anything in that situation. But listen, men, women, anybody with kids, nieces, anybody that you care about. Y'all need to make sure you know who they friends are because that shit uh, with the girls getting other girls, it's happening a lot. So one of the things that you can do is make sure that you are involved in your kids' lives. Like, who 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 they friends? Make sure that you know. And if they start talking about a new friend, who who is that? <laughs> I want to know her too. Who Who's this new girl? Because it, it, a lot, if you look at, some of the survivors of trafficking, a lot of their stories, it's not them running off with niggas. Yeah. 
it's them making friends with a girl who just knew these boys these boys that you know older boys that they could talk to or that could do this and that and then they go over there and never don't nobody see their ass no more so one of the things that you can do is be involved with your kids like know who their friends are if they start talking about somebody different, pay attention to that. And all the way you're going to know if they're talking about somebody different is if you're fucking listening to them regularly enough to know, who is this? Who You've been talking about Mary Beth a lot. Like, who is Mary Beth? You got to pay attention. That's one of the things that, that you can do is be mindful. And unfortunately... <sighs> Sometimes it feels like being a woman, you got to be scared of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to be aware of every goddamn thing because any death could be around the corner at any moment. Like, it feels that way sometimes. But you have to remain vigilant. Like, you got to pay attention to your surroundings. Be careful who you hang out with. I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that question is. Me either, but I'm posing it, so. I guess... Anybody listening can think about it. Uh, this shit right here really just fucked with me. Ten people hospitalized after being mistakenly injected with insulin <laughs> instead of the flu shot. Now, now, mind you, this was at one of them retirement homes, so it was older people. But how the fuck do you make that mistake? Like, who was asleep at, uh, <laughs> at the wheel? How do you do that? How do you fuck up? You give people insulin instead of the flu shot. How you mix that up? Ten people, ten I'm times. Sure, I'm sure that shit ain't distinguished. Like flu shots are purple, and insulin is green. Like it ain't no shit like that, man. It's probably easily to easy to fuck up. I hope it ain't stored in the same. Like I, it, it, they shouldn't be like next to each other when I'm you sure accidentally get the vial, the wrong vial. All that shit probably is. You know they these days. Well, why, they, why is this not more of a common thing that? People are getting fucked up this way because most people read <laughs> reading is fundamental motherfucker didn't read that insulin what happened was somebody reorganized the goddamn cabinet with all the shit in it and somebody just grabbed 10 bottles of the shit they normally grab without looking that's where they keep the flu injection hey miss jones are you okay miss jones <laughs> and she didn't realize it probably went out into the lobby and saw eight motherfuckers on the floor and I, like oh shit are y'all gonna pass out too <laughs> i gave just gave y'all the same shit let me read these bottles oh shit i don't even know what instantly do to the blood nigga i don't what the hell <laughs> like what what happens if you put insulin if you if you sugar? But if your insulin is maintained, then it would be like your your insulin going being higher than what it needs to be. Or be so, what's the opposite of diabetes? Diabetes is when your body don't produce enough insulin, right? Yes, but you can have something where you, it overproduces, can't you? I'm sure you can. I just don't know what the name of it I don't is. Know either. Let's go to trusty old Google and put in <laughs> opposite of diabetes. Or, or overproduction of insulin. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm going to say opposite of diabetes. Of course you are. <laughs> that's how I... That's how I hypoglycemia. It right, it popped right up. What? Overproduction of insulin. <laughs> hypoglycemia? Yes. So I know how to get to my results doing it my way, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so hypoglycemia is what he they basically did for these folks is gave them that in that w with them giving them the shot because if you don't have Wait. 
diabetes is too much sugar. Because with hypoglycemia, you remember Mall Cop, Paul Blart Mall Clock? Yes. He had hypoglycemia and he always had to have them pixie sticks in his pocket. This says excessive insulin release. Really? Causing hypoglycemia. It's an over. That's why you should have put insulin over no, production. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, it says, I'm reading it say hypoglycemia is a condition caused by a very low level of blood sugar. This says. When you have a low level of blood sugar, your body would have to produce more insulin, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm saying insulin is. Blood sugar is glucose. Okay. That's not insulin. Um, I don't know. Insulin is tech. Okay. Listen, we don't. We ain't doctors. That we don't need to get this technical. <laughs> this is how I know a lot about the shit that I know because this is what I do. I get down the whole path. Hor- uh, insulin is a hormone made by the pancreas that allows your body to use sugar from carbohydrates in the food that you eat for energy or to store glucose for future use. Insulin helps keep your blood sugar le- level from getting too high or too low. So insulin regulates okay. it. So, so if it's already regulated and you give somebody a shot of insulin, then it will fuck them up. Like if you don't somehow. need, like if somebody came in here and shot us up with insulin, we'd be fucked up. I don't know. Both <laughs> of us might be pre-diabetic and don't know it. <laughs> it might save our fucking life. <laughs> as much candy as I eat, if I was diabetic, I'd be dead. I don't eat chocolate, but I eat the fuck out of some candy. Matter of fact, these Starbursts, I'm about to take a shit she ton of these Starbursts. I eat. It just need to be not chocolatey chocolate, which means American chocolate, which means sweet as fuck, which means whatever is in the candy bar she eat got to be more powerful than the chocolate, which is a three musketeer. Yes. And what else? Malted milk balls. You eat uh, Whoppers? No. <laughs> what, what else is it? Um, Three musketeers. Oh, a uh, Reese cup. Oh, Reese cup. Yeah, that's all sugar chocolate. Yeah, that shit don't even taste like chocolate. It just tastes like sugar. I eat a Reese cup. Okay. But I eat a ton of candy in general, so like I would be fucked up if I. Somebody educate us on what the hell insulin do <laughs> and how it do it, and what the difference between being hypoglycemic and hyperglycemic is. Listen, the fact of the matter is, these niggas got too much insulin. Instead, of, they got insulin instead of the flu shot. They probably, as soon as they body felt weird, they probably just shitted on themselves immediately. Why would? Because they old man. That's what old that's the body do. Why? Release bowels. They may not be that level of old. Drinking prune juice. Forgot the metamucil and centrum in the morning. One a day. Women's. I hate you. They forgot that shit. Now they. <laughs> now they need a diaper change. Whatever. <laughs> That just fucked with me. I, Cause I like, so I work in a hospital now and we have to get flu shots. So I just got a flu shot like two weeks ago. And I usually don't because sometimes I'll get the shot and get sick. <laughs> I didn't this time, thankfully, but I'm required now moving forward to get a flu shot every flu season. Legally I have to, which is some bullshit. Did you, um, uh... Did you Google Boondocks characters? I did not. If you Google Boondocks characters, they replace Uncle Ruckus with Kanye West. 
I don't even know how you do that. Like, I don't know who did oh, that I shit. I love it, but I love it. But it's oh, that's amazing. Whoever did that is amazing. They disrespectful. That's I'm Kanye all right West with is new Jesus. I'm Why would all do that? right with that. Kanye West is going to be running for the president. Now they don't have nothing for Uncle. Oh, Ruckus. they changed it. Yeah. <laughs> They figured out how to get him out of there. Dang it. I Before wish Kanye I could have seen it. If you click on the picture, it show you everything. Going. <laughs> it is him with the Make America Great Head again. I I, I think it's, I mean, it's, they're interchangeable. I don't see the problem. Nah, maybe. I don't see the issue. What else you got? Uh, what else do I have? Um, South Carolina man claims his McDonald's sweet tea came with marijuana inside of it. Like mixed up inside of floating inside. Um He said the term he asked for extra lemon and he think that <laughs> he think that, that <laughs> Extra lemon is a cold word for that particular McDonald's for marijuana because he got marijuana inside. He bags. <laughs> oh damn! Extra lemon. I would think motherfuckers ask for extra lemon all the time. <laughs> Them dumbass fucking drug dealers. Why you ain't? Why you ain't got no more common? Uncommon. Extra lemon must be cold because he got three bags of marijuana in his cup. He found it after, you know, he drunk the tea, the drink, drunk wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Three little But bags. he didn't pay for it. That can't be right. That can't be right because ain't no system of paying for it. Maybe his order wasn't the order. Maybe they gave him the wrong drink. Maybe. Because if he didn't pay for it, but he asked for it by code, that don't fit the bill. But how would you even go about doing that? Because you... You would have to be sure that that person who knows the code is at work that day and would be in a position to put the shit in your drink. Like if you if you work in the grill that day, you ain't gonna be able to put no shit in nobody's cup. It gotta be a system, just like on Ch uh, Atlanta <laughs> when they went into the store. Oh. Like it was a bucket of weed in the store or whatever drugs they were selling from the store. And everybody had to be in on the shit. Like, it couldn't have just been them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. Did you see that video of a parent going to the school and snatching her kid up? Yeah. And whooping him up? Yeah. Did you see that video? Mm-hmm. We talked uh, about child it. Child Protective right. Services. What'd you say? They, they were talking about it at work today. Child Protective Services picked that motherfucking kid. Yeah. And his they should have. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely should have. If y'all have not seen this video, look up Mother Goes to Child to Beat. Goes to school to beat child or son. And it's still really appalling to me how so many people are supporting what the mama did. Um, But I know a friend who What's lived, she calling him little nigga and all kind of yeah, shit? Yeah, in front of the teacher and everything. Like she mixed up physical abuse with um psychological abuse with just mental abuse general, emotional abuse and she was saying such fuck shit to the child that 
I don't know how a child can get out of that situation and f- not be afraid. And that's what she said in front of the teacher and did in front of the So imagine what the fuck he get daily at home when ain't nobody around. If she was willing to come up to the school and do this shit. Like imagine living with her, what living with her must be like. If she'll come to the school and now, do this. I, I, I can't verbatim say what she said, but what she said sounded like what Tupac's gun said. On the song, me and my girlfriend. I'm on your ass, nigga. Running high, <laughs> ducking high. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, die, nigga, die. Uh. <laughs> now, if you listen to Tupac, you know exactly how that scene went in that song. But that's essentially what she was saying. Yelling and screaming. She was saying, nigga, you got me coming out here with these teachers. It ain't her job to be watching after all these badass kids every day. She come up here and do it anyway. She said, I'm on your ass. She said, outside, games, all that shit gone. Ain't going to be nothing but you sitting in your room. She said, I will break your face, nigga. Like, she's, yes. this is literally what she said. And this kid, how old was he? This ain't seven. no, y'all finna say, this ain't no teenager. This ain't no high schooler. He was seven He was a seven-year-old kid that she came up to the school and did that shit. And the fact that people think that that's all right and, and we're applauding her for that is just sad. That you think that that's the way that you need to discipline a child who misbehaved in school. But let me just, and let me say this too. For everybody who is looking at the mama and saying that's a good job, you're making a very bold assumption that she is doing everything right as a parent to say that the way that this child is like this is because on his own and the way that you fix him is that you whoop him. You're assuming that that mama is appropriate at home, speaking how she want to, giving him love and affection, giving him everything that he needs in his environment. You're making that assumption when you say that's how you get kids in line because the reality is the way kids get fucked up and out of line is not having an appropriate father or male figure in the home, having a mother that's overly bearing or has her own psychological issues that she hadn't dealt with and living in impoverished situations. That's how kids become a kid that acts out in school because they have no control at home and they take it when they get into a new environment. And do you think that kid took anything away from that situation other than the fact that his mama, one, came up there and embarrassed the fuck out of him, two, that she was saying all of this mean shit? Like, I don't know why people think that that's the only way for you to get a message or a lesson across. If in the midst of you trying to to give a lesson, you embarrass the fuck out of your kid, that's all that that kid is going to take away from that situation is that embarrassment and that negative shit. The lesson that you was trying to teach them, completely lost. 100%. Don't even fucking matter. Because imagine what it's going to be like for that kid to go back to school after his friends and seen his mama come up there and do this shit. What you think that next school day, whenever he go back to school, is going to be like for that kid after that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it... Uh, I just don't it don't take all of that and if you think that it takes all of that for you to that's problematic if you think that your son your daughter it take all of that for to get them to behave correctly that's problematic that's problematic and you done done some some shit lagging as a parent up until this point if you think it take all of that if it didn't got to the point where it take all of that something has it been missing up until the over the the course of these seven years this shit is ridiculous listen y'all 
I understand that as a community, we have standards of how we feel our children need to be disciplined. But I need to remind everybody that regardless of what we believe and how we want to discipline our children, we live up under a system that thinks differently. And they will take your children away. Mm -hmm. And you can't get your children back Mm -mm. earlier than six months. Take six to six months. Six to a months year. to a year. And if At you least. don't comply with what DHR is or child CPS or defect, whatever it is, whatever it is in your state, if you don't comply with what they whatever they tell you to do, after a year of not complying, you're up for termination of parental rights. Or they'll just fucking close your case. And whatever is in place at the time, because they do that here at DHR a lot. Just close cases out when the parents aren't complying. On that shit. They close. But they're they suppo- they not supposed to close the case out until the judge has decided that they are going to TPR the family. Jefferson County closed them out a lot. They close them out and leave them at um, where what, they was at. Yeah, wherever the they were at at the time. And then the parent can come back at some point and reopen if they want to. They're they not pay. supposed to do that. But. Yeah. But it ain't work. It's just it's listen. It it don't take all of that. If if there's a way, this is what I don't understand. If there are ways for you to discipline your kid and get them to do what you need them to do that don't include beating the shit out of them, why wouldn't you be open to those ways? Why would you jump right to beating the shit out of them? Like I don't understand why people are so against <laughs> other ways of disciplining kids like if there are other ways for you to do it like why are you so intent upon putting your hands on your kids if you can get the same result without or a better result without why wouldn't you do that because spare the rise oh, for the child Jesus. is apparently more fucking popular then train your child in a way that they should go, <laughs> and they will not depart from it. You know what? Train your child. Give them the lessons that they need. If you give them the lessons that they need, you won't have to go to the school and beat their ass. If you give them the lessons that they need, you're not going to have to go check their hymen at the gynecologist. <laughs> if you give them the lessons that they need, they'll be a self-sufficient adult that makes the decisions that you want them to make because you've taught them how to make appropriate decisions. And another thing for those of you who do use corporal punishment rather heftily, never whoop your kids out of anger. That mama was furious. Because you're not in control. And that's how a lot of DHR cases get you whooping your kid while you angry and you hitting them harder than what you intended to because you don't realize you hitting them as hard as you are because you're so fucking mad. Also, don't make your children strip when you whoop them. Having on clothes is enough. That's, that's plenty. <laughs> a whooping ain't supposed to be about pain whether y'all believe it or not slavery was about pain mm-hmm. it was about making other people see that this is hurt so bad that you don't want to get this so you do whatever they say who the fuck do you play the game with give me throat 13 oh yeah give me throat that's my guy <sighs> that just sounds rapey <laughs> give me throat we went to uh we went to meet him in california it sounds rapey to me <laughs> i mean i'm just saying <laughs> He the one that got us them flights. <laughs> he work at uh he an F traffic controller. At, um, I question LAX. his character shit. because of that name. <laughs> I mean, he he, he is chose una- that look, name. He's unapologetic man. That man, his email address is jigglenuts thirteen <laughs> at gmail dot com. So we going into all of these stores with him. He bought a three thousand dollar bag when we went to Las Vegas and gave them jigglenuts. Yeah, when everybody asked for his email, jigglenuts. 13 at gmail.com and we sent that like 
Bro, you need a you need a better fucking email address than Jiggle Nuts. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. I just looked up and saw Gimme Throat, and I was like, Oh throat, God! Just logged in. Yeah, there it is again. <laughs> oh, that just <laughs> sits wrong in my spirit. Grown as fuck. You think he'd be a thirteen year old? You boy, would think so. He's grown as hell. <laughs> All right. Um, your online friends are interesting. Yeah, I don't know most of them. I won games with those those three right now on the screen. The I Trump. Won, yeah. I won games of Apex Legends with them, and then they requested me, and I just added them on. So okay. I never played with them again. These names. Sorry. Just looked up and saw Gimme Throat. It just fucked it threw me off. It's all good. My name is Bama Psycho. That's not Gimme Throat. Xbox Live, everybody. If any of y'all uh, play Xbox Live, Apex Legends, or Borderlands, that's pretty much it right now. I might be getting Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, anybody on Xbox Live, add Bama Psycho, B-A-M-A-P-S-Y-K-H-O. And yeah, Bama Psycho sounds like a gamer name. Gimme Throat sounds like a rapist name, or it sounds like somebody that would be on one of them trafficking sites picking out girls. Well, it's the gamer name because it's the one he uses on the game. I mean, but it just it sits wrong in my spirit. Bama Psycho, if you do send me a message, let me know that you uh, added me from listening to the podcast. I have Xbox, but I don't play it enough to give out my name. <laughs> I'm not on there enough. Yeah. Y'all be disappointed. <laughs> I'm on there all the time, but usually watching TV. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think I had anything else. Um, that's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.